0: Connect the dishes
1: to voices that glow. Thank
2: you to the geniuses of smoke and audio. Connect the stories, change your perspective. Connecting changes everything. AT and The
3: 2024
1: presidential campaign features two candidates who are very well known to Americans, and yet there's complexity at every turn
3: podcast hey hey, hey. hey.
2: Hi. Hi. Hello.
3: hey guys welcome to crying in public we're crackheads where we all hate ourselves and wish we were other people who didn't think they could sing
2: uh-huh. oh no
4: welcome to crying in public guys this is
2: public everyone <laughs> <laughs> There's a lot of choking
1: going on right now. It is.
5: Oh my God. I'm so sorry. That has made me choke. It is so
1: great to have you guys all here with us. On we're actually recording this on a Wednesday. Um, Happy Hump Day, everyone. <laughs> Uncharted territory. I'm Sarah. I'm Sydney. I'm Sophia. I'm Savannah.
5: I'm Isha. And I'm Claudia. So today we have extra crackhead energy. So please enjoy this episode. I don't know why I said that. No, I'm that's actually, I'm actually really good because we do today. I don't know why.
2: It's because it's hump day. hump
5: day. Hump day?
2: I missed that commercial. Was that a commercial or was that just like a thing?
1: No, it was a commercial and it's that commercial is pristine. Geico. Okay. I love a good camel and I love the Geico lizard. So cute. I thought it was aflac
4: so did i Aflack. oh actually aflac. you know what it might be the entire summer last summer i just walked around saying aflack for no reason because it was fun <laughs> <laughs> that is the weirdest
5: thing i've ever heard <laughs> that's cute i really thought it was geico for the longest time thank you for correcting me today
2: geico's like the little like australian lizard or the black guy no that's all that's all state. <laughs> um, i wonder if like for state farm do they just find guys named jake or they just give them a jake
1: they just gave them a Jake, obviously.
2: License plate, arm or whatever it's called.
1: Yeah, it, they they aren't going to just find guys. They're like specifically looking for actors named Jake uh, <laughs> for State Farm commercials. Can <laughs> they actually work there? Or is that a lie? Maybe it's a lie.
4: Wait, what's the company... Where it's like the lady with the short hair with like brown hair and she's like oh super weird. Progressive. Mm. Sydney <laughs> said that so fast. Progressive.
1: Flow. Oh my god. god.
4: Flow. I
1: hate those commercials. Flow is bro. I- off her shit. Progressive commercials are so annoying. It's a freaking
2: okay, you guys. When we start, like we've been it's been seven minutes.
1: So yeah, go. <laughs> Shall yeah. I do the welcome? Yeah. I mean, like, what do I even say for the welcome? Like, welcome horrors. Like today <laughs> okay, we're talking okay. up. Wait, about- give me this the speaking stick, ready? hey everyone um welcome to crying in public okay i'm so sorry Um, (laughs) hey you guys today we are going to be talking about a very very interesting topic um i feel like so many times on movies or like in hollywood um and just like in general a lot of people think that new york city is like the city of dreams and like it's like so many people become super successful and famous there and it's awesome. But then there's also like this other side of it. I just realized I used the word awesome again. Okay. (laughs) There's also like (laughs) this other side of it, which can be really, really tough. And you can work really hard and then end up achieving nothing or losing everything, which really sucks on the other end. But um, it isn't always like that. Like there aren't just two extreme opposites. You can be in New York and like live there, I think, and just have a normal life and like enjoy life like you don't have to be like this crazy like and while there are struggles in the city like there's gonna be struggles everywhere you know what they say like a bad day in new york is better than a good day anywhere else like preach says
4: And I think we're just gonna like talk about Basically like the expectation from New York From like TV shows And like all these movies you've watched Where you're like oh my god New York's the best place ever Or like the stereotypes of like NYU and Gossip Girl (laughs) With Dan Humphrey And his two million dollar Brooklyn apartment When everyone says he's poor
1: Oh also how he couldn't afford to go to uh, Yale But he can afford to go to NYU Which is in fact more expensive than Yale Yeah.
4: Yeah and they make NYU seem like this awful thing Where like all the poor kids go like damn like that's an awful school so basically we'll talk about like the expectations from tv shows and what it's actually like to live there and like we'll dive into that
2: okay so like every single movie i watched when i was little about new york like new york minute gossip girl whatever other ones there are that i don't remember right now but like i feel like all of them they're like oh my god new york city the place of dreams like yada yada and then they get there and like three hours of chaos ensues like they fall on a subway grate or like hit by a taxi or whatever <laughs> and Then, like oh somehow God. it's like oh, new york is the best and suddenly it's like like sunshine and rainbows again and so like when i came here i was like it's gonna be a hot mess but like it's gonna end out end up being very very nice but i feel like it's just been like tears of like cute hot messes so
5: you know what I have noticed throughout the years of movies and tv shows every like world ending movie or like some terrible event happens it's always in new york city which kind of scared me at first when i first moved there i was like what if i'm stuck during an earthquake
4: like what do i do like what if you know imagine an earthquake on the east coast yeah
2: baby girl earthquakes do not happen in new york but like go off
4: (laughs) i would just like to say that all i think like nine out of ten rom-coms take place in new york city and they give you like this false hope like oh my god like I'm going to meet the love of my life. You're like, I'm just going to like run into him like on one day. And he's just going to like, no, it's me. Like it's soulmates. Like, just (laughs) like the movie friends with benefits got me so fucked up. Like I really thought that was going to happen in my life. And I really thought I was about to be Mila Kunis. Oh,
1: imagine. That's actually so sweet. Oh,
5: that's not gonna happen sorry Sophia uh,
1: it will I actually I want to respond to what Sydney said about what did you say again I don't even know what you said but <laughs> I don't remember <really laughs> I want to respond to thing that I forgot <laughs> um, because I I think the reason that people like like when oh yeah yeah i remember what you said now you were like how in the movies like when people first go to new york like they're all like oh falling on like a subway grate or like just a bunch of bad things happen to them i feel like people think that because <laughs> the city is so overwhelming and i actually had an experience like that when i went in like february to move back in new york city the day i moved there like i had to train up there by myself or i took the bus up there actually five hour bus ride super nice Van moose Ten out of ten. Yeah, shout out the moose. Uh, I have these two fifty-pound suitcases. It was pouring, and like everyone is just like a dick there because nobody like wants to talk to you or cares about your issues. And I think that's one thing that you like have to understand before you're gonna move to New York is people don't care. They don't care if you're crying on the street. They don't care if you're sad. They have their own issues. Like you have to accept that. You got to have hard, tough skin. Hard you know. Skin. Yeah, skin. I feel like it's totally different than the the suburbs because you got to understand like people
4: don't care about you. But I feel like that's so many cities. Like when I was abroad, like in Madrid, I was like, wow, people in New York really be angels compared to these people in Madrid. I'm like, they see me like struggling to speak the language, like really struggling, like completely lost, and just like watch there and like laugh. So I'm like, okay, like New are not that bad. They mind their own business. They don't make your life any harder.
2: Okay, but yeah, I feel like they're come. So sorry,
4: they're come.
2: <laughs> I'm so
4: sorry. That's what I heard.
2: <laughs> I feel like there are. Cave- I don't know what caveats means, but I want to use it, so I'm just gonna say it. There are caveats with this. Like, yes, no one cares about you, but like when you're crying in public and you're like sobbing on the street, like no one's judging you because no one cares. So like it can be a good thing and it can be a bad thing, but like it does happen.
3: I agree with that. I actually really enjoy the whole like, uh, you know, do I want to really engage with you right now and like say hi to this random stranger on the street and like give myself social anxiety? Not really. But at the same time, I feel like, I don't know. Like, I feel like anyone I have a personal interaction with are nice. Like, I feel like I make friends with people, especially, like, cashiers and stuff. Like, I feel like we're always buds by the end of that interaction. I don't really know why. Maybe that's just me. I don't know. But what I was going to say, like, about the movies and, like, the rom-coms, there's this one movie with Matthew McConaughey, and it's so fun. And, like, this other blonde chick, and she's, like, a writer. You know what I'm talking about, Sophia? i to lose a guy in 10 days. That one, that one. Totally. And do you remember, like, the ending scene where they, they're – Matthew McConaughey chases this girl on a motorcycle across the Brooklyn bridge and like stops the taxi and like their motorcycle and the taxi is just chilling in the middle of the Brooklyn bridge. And like, I'm going to just say that if that happened in real life, both Matthew McConaughey and his chick would be dead. Like, I yeah. swear, they've been run over, like, 80 <laughs> times by cyclists, cars, SUVs. Like, it, it would actually be such a nightmare.
2: Matthew McConaughey can and will do anything. Like, don't dis- like discredit my man. Oh. Like,
3: with a face oh. like that, you can do
2: whatever you want. Honey, you are a superhero.
3: Yep, horizontal, sideways, vertical. He could do whatever you want.
2: Upside down, backwards.
5: <laughs> Low-key, watching that movie scene after being, like, a first-year nyu student it gave me so much anxiety just watching that scene i was like please stop like this movie is gonna end up with some main character dead i was like
4: please stop don't do that also about people like not needing to say hi and like be with themselves in like the city like you don't leave to go for walks without like your airpods in to avoid every single human interaction which is like the best thing in the world like I hate to admit it but like I agree I've seen like my best friends on the street and I'm just like not in the mood like I'm in a bad mood it's not the day I see them and because the city's so crowded I just cross the street and completely avoid my social interaction for the day and I'm like all right solid.
1: Speaking of movies that made you like or that were set in New York City or made you want to go to New York City uh The Devil Wears Prada was like my dream life. I was Anne Hathaway. Like I was living through her. I was like, I want to be yelled at by Anna Wintour. Like I, I will. Like I need to go to Paris. Like that was like my. I literally loved that movie, and I was like, based off this movie, I'm going to school here. Like in the third grade, I was like typing up universities. Uh, in New York City and like, uh, like getting ready. I was like, okay, in high school, I need to join these clubs to be able to get in there. And then here we are. But anyways, hard work pays off you guys.
3: I think all of us, especially with like the way we grew up and you know, like the sort of time period in which we grew up like the early 2000s. I feel like in that time period, a, a huge influx of really popular movies and TV shows about life in New York City came out. So I think that's what we grew up on. And I think that's why there's such a surge of people in New York City, especially in like the last decade I guess but with that being said we all have extremely unique perspectives on this topic because I feel like with this group either we had this idea of what New York City was and then we went and we were like what the fuck this is nothing like what I thought it was or we watched those shows like Gossip Girl and Sex and the City and then we came to New York City and we were like This is that, but, like, 80,000 times better. I
4: feel like the TV shows, like, How I Met Your Mother and Friends, really, like, hyped up friendship in the shows and how, like, they were this, like, awesome squad. And, like, that did come true in New York. Because, like, I got my closest friends and we're, like, in a group and, like, we get along and, like, it's just chill. So, like, that part was true about it.
2: And that's so funny because, like – I remember coming in I was like, oh my God, like within a week, I'm going to have like my whole like big group with like guys and girls. It's going to be so fun. We're going to like go to like Central Park or Perk, whatever that thing is called, <laughs> and, and like get a coffee and like tea and And then like for the first year, I had no friends. Like my best friend was my roommate, which is like cute and all, but I was like, bruh, I have no friends. And then like, of course, like if you heard our other episode, we all like met and like became a cute little group. And like that did come true in the end. But, like in the beginning, I was like, bruh, I have no friends.
5: But no, it's it's okay. Like it just be like that for NYU because or New York City in general because everyone's so independent. You don't really want to like interfere with anyone's like life or anything, which is probably why no one asks you how are you when you're crying on the streets. But. um I think it's very different for me just because I grew up in Shanghai, which is a very, very international, like, big city. So I honestly just wanted to go to school, you know, in the city. I'm a city girl at heart. But coming to the city, though, like, it made me a little, ugh, just because it's so dirty on the streets. Like, you can <laughs> see rats in Washington Square Park. It's so gross. Like, the first time I've ever seen one, I saw one climbing
4: up to my dorm's pipe. No. Yeah. Uh, yeah.
2: Uh, Sarah's feeling triggered. <laughs>
4: <laughs> okay. I remember the first time I saw like rats was like, I was about a week into at New York, and my friend was like, Oh, let me take you like on a stroll. And I was like, Oh, cool. Like, show me around the city. He was from there. We're walking. And he takes me to like the Needle Park in New York City where the people just like, Yeah. Take up heroin. Mm hmm. And we walk in at about 11 o'clock at night, and there's just rats everywhere, like hundreds of them. It's in Fested and I was like,
1: "Holy crap!" No, dude, rats are such like a like expectation versus reality thing. Because I had always gone to New York growing up, but I had never seen rats that much. Like, I was like, "Oh yeah, rats in New York City." Like, obviously there would be. I, I guess I just like my brain didn't connect that there actually were. So, like the first, I remember one of the first times we were like at NYU freshman year, I was walking through Washington Square Park at night, and I see this big ass like blast of movement and i was like that is bigger than a squirrel and squirrels are uh nighttime sleepers like that's definitely a rat that's not a squirrel
2: i was like i looked at ratatouille i looked I it go. up to see like if it was set in new york to see if i should bring it up and you know the guy's name is alfredo linguini
4: <laughs> 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 I, was so sorry. I was literally just
2: about
3: to- say that the first time I saw a rat in New York City I got so excited because I thought Ratatouille was set in New York City and I was like oh my god it's the cast of- it's paris I I'm so so out of my brain like that was so funny like
2: they're cute in the sense that like they're just like trying to find their way in the world you know and like they're just like exploring you like we are but then they get into your ovens and your like air conditioning systems and like run across your floor and eat your Ritz crackers and like suddenly it's not really cute anymore
1: rats are not cute no
5: I no they're not even cute at all
1: I thought mice were female rats
2: but apparently that's not true what
5: I have no idea what the, dis- the distinguish was, but um I can attest there are so many of my friends who had rats in their just room, just dorm room. Oh my god, just think about that. Just think
2: about that. <laughs> Sarah. Okay, but she also like left rich crackers like under her bed. So like I don't really know what she was expecting. <laughs> yeah i'll never forget when isha was like there's a rat in your room we're all sitting on the couch and everyone's like why do that so calmly okay back to the topic i don't know how we got to like rich crackers and rats but i feel like especially like when it comes to like movies and tv shows like the main thing they always really emphasize is like meeting guys in new york like I was like, I'm going to walk in the street and, like, trip on my heels and, like, fall into someone's hands in front of a taxi and, like, I'd marry him. But, like, sweetie, just letting you know that's not what happens. It's actually very hard to meet, like, decent people. But, you know, we can all have our fantasies.
3: I think, like that whole ideal of like friends with benefits and like how that turns into a very nice relationship and the guy's rich and he works on wall street and he has a big dick with abs i just don't think that exists i really don't like i've been looking for two years straight i mean i don't consider myself technically a new yorker at this point just because i've only lived there for like two years but at the same time like i don't really think that ideal is, like, actually existing. I just think that that's so funny how that's, like, always the main, like, guy character. Do you guys see that? Or, like... No, yeah,
2: for sure. Or some, like, artsy-ass guy that's, like, a famous photographer and makes $10 million and has, like, a really nice, like, Fifth Avenue apartment. Like,
1: Like, first of all, famous photographers don't really make that much, sweetie. But... No, sex in the city is literally so unrealistic. Like, when I first saw it, I was like, this is the most unrealistic thing I've literally ever seen. She was going out and meeting new mans like every night. Like, what in what world do you have the energy to go out every night? Like, hello? Oh, I. one thing I will say though is like she did meet some like pretty interesting people and honestly like that is pretty realistic I feel like like you can go out and like go meet guys who are like uber rich like you could have yourself a date for sure but like you got to look in the right places rich
0: bankers I wanted to meet so many of them before I came to New York and I did that's all I had to say <laughs> okay fuck you <laughs> not realistic that was my <laughs> expectation and I
4: met it. I did not. And I don't know what dating app you're using, but you can go slide it to me. But I was watching Sex in the City last weekend because I was like, oh, I like need to watch the second one because I've never watched it. And like Sarah recommended it to me on Netflix. So I was watching it and I was like, why are they partying and going out to like these like really glorious parties at 50 years old? I'm 20 something and I don't do that. Okay, no, I was gonna say the thing is that they
5: moved to New York City after college, like, you know, like 25 something probably, which is like an advantage for us because we get to enjoy New York City life for like, you know, five more years longer than us, uh, them. But um, I was gonna say my expectations are pretty realistic because I visited NYU during the summer when school was not, you know, active. And then I just imagined myself on a nice day After class, going to Soho, you know, like maybe meet the love of my life, bump into them in Washington Square Park. If they walk their dog in Washington Square Park, you know they're rich because they live in the area Greenwich Village, East Village, West Village. These areas are expensive. Expensive.
3: that's such a good life hack though like the people who walk their dog or just like take a stroll in Washington Square Park and sweats like you know they're rich well I was gonna talk about Mr. Big going back to Sex and the City because that's like my favorite show ever and I know me and Sophia have like this huge thing about him but honestly I think like for all my you know fans out there I think that Mr. Big is actually like the most realistic character on Sex and the City almost because he's this rich guy Honestly, like all men have something wrong with them. Just like all people do, I guess. Like I'm not trying to generalize, but Mr. Big is like really emotionally unavailable and also physically unavailable because him and Carrie have like this huge affair. So that too, I think that that's so realistic. Like he looks like he has everything going for him. He's sexy as fuck. And like he has this amazing job and like all these friends and all these connections. And he goes to all these extravagant parties. And then when it actually comes down to it, he like can't commit. And I think that that's like so realistic, especially for a guy, his age, I feel like that happens all the time in new york city
0: i must say that my like jump in here mr big is sexy because he's a finance bro. let's get that straight first of all he is yeah he's a trader or something right i think he is yeah yeah. My expectation was always like I'd be with my girls and I have to emphasize this next part. It is so important. We're all wearing black dresses, tiny black dresses with gold jewelry. L B D. Um, and I meet this guy, like, and he'd come dancing over and he'd have dark hair and he'd be like, you know what, like I'm not actually from here. I'm from Silicon Valley and like, you know what? I'm like a tech startup founder. And that's my dream guy. Then he just whisks me away. I transfer to UCLA and I just have the time of my life. That's yeah. so specific. We're
4: not allowed to give up your life for a
3: man, period. period. So now that we've all talked about what we experience in our wet dreams, <laughs> oh
0: my God.
2: Yeah, for real though, bro. Is his name Mr. Big because he's big or is that like just his name?
3: And no, no, no. His real name is John, but his, like, they call him Mr. Big in the show just because, like, oh, Mr. Big shot. It's more like that, not like regarding his penis. I was like, I was like,
2: it must be real big if that's. okay so as someone who cannot relate to that show because like there is not a single person of color in that entire show like you think they're in new york that's like diverse there's not a single person of color but whatever so gossip girl is just like slightly more diverse by like half of a pinch of salt but um an inch oh my god shut up inch pinch sprinkle, whatever it's called who's Um, diverse
5: that girl that dates nate um thorpe i knew you
2: were gonna say that yeah when she started dating me i was like this show stan it it's mine i want it that show had me thinking like i was gonna come to new york and like right around in my like little limo and like data prints and like the air to america or like whatever like i had such high expectations especially because like they went to nyu when like hillary duff was there and like all this really random stuff did they have a three-way yeah yeah they okay. did and it was really messy because they didn't follow the rule you're not supposed to know the third person like that's the golden rule of life you don't know the third person. dude
1: that one episode taught me so many lessons <laughs> it really is a very
2: informative show that was way too long yeah nothing in that show happened Happened to me besides i did date a guy named dan from brooklyn that graduated from NYU. Oh. but besides that like nothing in that show was even relatively relatable and they're both skinny white guys and condescending Ooh, <laughs> chuck bass <laughs> sorry on chuck bass
3: chuck bass was definitely my sexual awakening because i had this dream one night where like i pulled down his pants and he was just being like i'm chuck bass like the whole time and i am literally in love why did i not
5: know this first of all what sarah okay
1: i am like such a what's the word for like when you're the opposite of something
5: the opposite
1: yeah like i just don't agree with you guys like i'm this is probably gonna be embarrassing for me but i i like stan dan humphrey like i loved him like he's my type of guy
2: He's, like, he was my ideal New York guy because he was, like, a brooding writer who was, like, cute enough to, like, be included in the show, but, like, not cute enough for, like, he's really, really unattainable. And, like, if he can get Serena, he can get me, you know? Like,
5: But another thing, um, another TV show that is in New York um that stars the the guy dan from gossip girl is the show you which is the stalker show but i was gonna say they all so like the the main not the main character but the best friend of the main character the girl her name is peach and um i just remember um the girl brought the character what's his name in the show joe 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 so the girl brought joe to the party where um so it's basically a Brown and them alumni party. And I was like, oh my God, I'm going to meet so many people that graduated from Ivy League in New York City after I graduate. It's going to be such like a great networking event for me. <laughs> That's what I was thinking about.
1: Okay. For all my all my Lana fans out there. Hey, you guys. Um, how is your Tumblr's doing? How are your Tumblr's doing? There we go. Dude, she like set up my expectations for New York through her song Brooklyn Baby. Do you guys know that song? I was like No, she scares me. <laughs> I was like, I'm literally I my goal was like to date someone who was like this super guy, like artsy guy from like Brooklyn who like writes poetry and like sings you songs and like all that shit. And like I sort of like I experienced that for sure. And then I was like, it's enough. Too much
5: now we get where savannah gets her type from <laughs> <laughs> one thing also that like
2: isn't even just gossip girl but just like in general i was like oh my god like i'm gonna spend my summers in the hamptons and like go to these all-white parties and like meet the heirs to every country that has heirs <laughs> i guess and i letting you know i don't know where the hamptons is i don't know and new york makes no sense to me like it's like a city a state it, like, goes out, a peninsula, whatever. But, like, I was, like, I'm going to spend the whole summer there and, like, Labor Day, all white party with, like, my friends in this house. Like, I don't know with what money, but, like, yeah. It never happens. but I'm waiting for it.
5: But the thing is, the Prince of Greece does go to NYU, so just a little hope for you said period.
2: Actually, I'm going I'm to keep my comment to myself. But, yeah, Greece is cute. I must going to say, Greece is, like, failing economically, so I don't be give the air to that. But the island is cute. If he can take me there, I'd be down for
0: that.
3: We do have to talk about famous people who goes to NYU eventually in this episode, because I feel like that's
0: such a thing. Um, who gets all of NYU chlamydia? Uh Timothy
1: Challomagoo.
0: What? <laughs> what? Oh, he looks like he's 12. Just kidding.
1: Timothy, <laughs> shall we say? I saw him on the street once. What a god. What a beautiful, beautiful being.
3: I see Timothy literally once a week. I swear to God. Like, oh, so
2: how we never talked about this yo 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 happy yo story time story time story time okay so um one of the guys I talked about in last episode one of the 54 i was hanging out with him one day and like for some reason i run into james franco quite literally two times a week like i know he sees me out he's like oh, what is this bitch doing here again but i swear i always see him and i was like hanging out with this group of people and this girl was like, Yo, do you know James Franco? And I'm like, No, I don't know him. Like, what kind of question is that? And <laughs> she's like, Well, he lives like next door. And I'm like, Okay. And, and she's like, You want to see a picture? And I was like, What kind of picture? And she shows me and I was like, ah. Oh my God. It was the most graphic looking nude I've ever seen in my entire life. Like, number one, you're a director. You need to get yourself together. Like that was not the right framing, the right lighting, like all of it was just wrong. And now I can never look at him the same.
5: Speaking of fam- famous people, one time me and Sarah was walking in Soho after a day of being just so fucking bored. We just saw this group of people in like outside of this door. I was like, what the fuck? So I asked around, apparently... Kim Kardashian lived there or like was staying there and then me and Sarah sticks around for like 30 minutes trying to see Kim Kardashian in Soho We see her
3: like waltzing down the road and we're like casual
5: yeah I was like all right that's that's just like eh for us, but honestly, Soho is a great place to meet celebrities. Like all those supermodels, all those like Instagram models, like they walk around Soho because they have to. They have to shop somewhere, and like Soho's the place, you know.
2: Bro, the worst is walking through Soho during New York Fashion Week. Oh. Like I'm like, all right, I'm gonna take my ugly butt back home because y'all are all like dressed out to the nines. They're all celebs, and I'm like, time to go home.
4: <laughs> okay, so I think I ran into like Alec Baldwin, like almost every single day like yeah. going to class like you have to see him but I didn't know who this guy was so everyone was like Alec Baldwin Alec Baldwin I was like huh and I just like played along like oh yeah Alex Ballman I was like that dude he's cool <laughs> Alec Alec I know, oh, I know that now he lives well he lives right next to Brittany yeah and and then one day I was like in a really pissed off mood after class and I like, there there's this guy in my way and I was like move and I like pushed him out of the way I kept walking and then I looked at his face and I was like Oh, so that's Alec Baldwin. I'm like, oopsie! You did not give <laughs> Alec Baldwin sass. I did. Oh my God.
1: Shoves Alec Baldwin. I heard
4: he's like really unfriendly too. <laughs> oh, so he
1: is. He literally got arrested for punching someone in the face because they took his parking spot.
4: That's cute.
0: <laughs> I don't know where you guys are walking to like see these people because the only famous person I've seen in New York is a washed up Vine star who didn't know where she was going. <laughs> Are you talking about Lele Pons? Oh, God, no. I would beat that bitch on site. <laughs> I, mean, I, I hate her so much. I yeah,
1: was so aggressive. Oh,
0: God, <laughs> I would hate her so much. Sarah and
2: I, like, over J-Term, we're like, we never, like, go out and say, like, never venture besides, like, a little neighborhoods. like, let's go to Central Park, which is, like, not that special at all. I mean, it is, but, like, whatever. And we're, like, driving up because we took an uber because sarah's in, like the subway and we see cameron dallas on a bike stop right in front of our car and i was like sarah and she like looks like what and i was like there's cameron dallas and of course he turned back around and he's gone and i was like i swear he's there.
5: <laughs> um so apparently one of my friend in my sorority has partied with cameron dallas in one of the bars or like one of the clubs and i've just seen the videos
0: but i just also wanted to say like Beyond seeing famous people, we were talking about like TV shows a little bit here and there dabbling, you know, but my expectation was like Law & Order SVU because that's all I watched the summer after graduating high school. I would literally just watch Law & Order SVU and be like, oh my God, I'm going to walk around and just get taken, like kidnapped and Olivia Benson's going to find me. But no, I leave my dorm at 4am for Oreos and Sarah and Claudia can attest, I literally leave at 4am to like get Oreos. Yeah, I would do that, and I felt completely safe, so.
4: Isha's like yeah I thought I was like Law and Order SVU
0: Why would you want
4: to come to New York If you thought the first thing it was You're going to get murdered on the street Isha
0: That's what my mom thought too I live life on the edge What
4: can I say No you
0: don't you <laughs> <laughs> don't Isha not at all
4: One thing Isha if you're like My aspiration is to be Olivia Benson But you're like no my aspiration is to be the victim Like, Do oh, I hear 365 days? I think I do Ooh, I think so.
0: Can we talk about that show? I haven't watched it But I want nothing to do with it Isha, Go pray. There's
2: no plot, but the scenes are. Really I don't
0: even plot. watch a
5: plot. Okay, I just skip to the sex scenes. That's that's all it is for me. I don't even know what happened in the movie.
2: Nothing happened. That's literally it. <laughs> Wait. So speaking of partying with celebrities, like um, you know the Naked Brothers Band. Yeah,
1: nope. that was
2: a really weird show. It's like Alex Wolf and Nat Wolf. They're like an almost like little John Green movies. Now. I love the Wolves. Yeah, they live. I'm not gonna give out their address, but like they live like pretty near like where we live and like every single person i know parties with them and like one night someone was like want to go to party with me and i was like mm, no i'm gonna sit in my bed like i usually do <laughs> and of course that's the one night they go to nan alice's place and there's like a crazy raid and like what's that girl that sings that like everyone's obsessed with her name is like uh, maggie something
1: maggie rogers
2: yeah, that girl. She I, I don't
1: like her voice at all. It reminds me of every song they ever played in Free People. She's not, <laughs> she's not that special.
2: But she went to NYU. I was like, oh my god, Maggie Rogers. But yeah, like, she was there, and I was like, dang. I just wanted to like have some clout for the night, but whatever.
0: I just want to say, say, speaking of boy bands, um, I lost my train of thought. Never mind. <laughs> I thought
4: you were just gonna say One Direction, and I was
0: ready to shoot you down.
2: Oh my god, I want to talk about them. No,
0: I was gonna say I. I've been listening to Big Time Rush Worldwide Acoustic, by the way, for the last, like, five days. Excuse (laughs) me. I love
2: how every two seconds one of us is like, okay, speaking of, we jumped around from, like, rats to murder to Oreos to Vine.
3: Speaking of everyone, you know, okay. No, I'm not going to say speaking of again. No, 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 that's not happening. So if you ever hear anyone saying that they partied with a celebrity, that's really great and all and, like, whatever, like, fangirl over it for a second. But honestly, like, when If you see anybody trying to make, like, a huge deal out of partying with celebrities, even, like, no matter how top-notch they may seem, like, everyone in New York has that celebrity story. Like, they've all clubbed or partied or, like, saw a celebrity at a bar and was too pussy to go up and say hi or, like, a restaurant or whatever. Like, that happens to everyone.
2: in like, well, YouTube star, like, no one cares, baby. <laughs> the big thing that happened, like, right before we left school was, like, Hillary Duff and, like, what's that show called? Lizzie McGuire. Was like the reboot of that, yeah. And they're filming it on NYU's campus. And when I tell you, like, everyone's sitting in the park one day, just like in a circle, just like smiling. And the director's like, "Can you guys move?" And everyone's like, "No." (laughs) So like, of course, the show got canceled. But like, if you see someone in like a raincoat just smiling at the camera really awkwardly, that was me, and it was my shining moment. Honestly,
5: we've just been trying to brag about all the celebrities that we've been seeing, but like, you know, we have to. Like, we live in New York City, obviously. Back to the New York City expectations or TV shows we were talking about. I recommend you guys to watch this movie if you go to NYU, especially. It's called Someone Great. It came out on Netflix on 2019. The main character was what's her name? This Jane the Virgin. Yeah, Jane, Jane the Virgin. Virgin. Yeah, her. But what's her?
2: Um, Gina Rodriguez.
5: Yeah, that one. Her. <laughs> it's up that to date. One. I feel like the most realistic tv show filmed about nyu or new york City in general because these people went to nyu and i totally see that our friend group can just totally be that friend group like once one person was like the pr person you know they're all successful living their like single best life after like graduating but honestly that movie i recommend you guys watching it
3: I was gonna like, I wanted to sort of divert the like conversation away from media and celebrities to our own individual experiences because I feel like if anyone sort of is living that New York city life, I sort of feel like it's us not to brag, but I know like a lot of people always sort of mentioned to me like, Oh, this New York city life. Blah, blah, blah. But honestly, like, and I was like a really big fan of gossip girl, friends, how I met your mother, like every single show I was obsessed with New York city when I was little. And I know Sydney can relate because we were like performers when we were younger. Yeah. So we were like New York, New York, New York city, Broadway. Oh, uh, you know? So that was sort of my ideal of New York city. But I feel like maybe the reason why I didn't have like, extremely high expectations and maybe because I wasn't disappointed was because I sort of realized that the music industry wasn't as fruitful as I thought it was going to be. And so I sort of like squashed that idea before moving to New York City. So then I moved to New York City with a major in communications. And I was like, now I can focus on sort of experiencing that luxurious sort of aspect of it. And I could really just like focus on that. And I feel like maybe that's like New York City in no way compares to Gossip Girl, Sex in the City, Friends, How I Meet Your Mother, whatever. I feel like it's better, honestly, because it's not just that shallow, luxurious life or like this comedic life that you're living. It's sort of like real and raw. And I really sort of appreciate that. So I love it. I couldn't have asked for anything better.
2: That was just like so wholesome. <gasps> like, oh, I feel like it's better. But like, yeah, like as a kid who like grew up like in the stage mom life, like, when you were a kid and they're like what are you gonna be when you grow up everyone's like oh like a doctor a lawyer like (laughs) whatever else there is I was like I'm going to be famous so like my whole thing was I'm gonna go to New York and like strut down the street singing like high school musical and like skipping and like people asking for like my autographs and stuff it's not like that at all but I'm so glad that it's not because like like we said when you're famous usually you're like walking down the street like no one cares like they'll be like okay she's walking like normally gives like two craps it's so, like i like that like there is like the whole like luxurious life and like upper east side and like stuff like that but also you can just like chill and like walk down the street see people you know famous people and it's just like it's chill because like that's the norm there and like that i do really really respect
5: i just want to say if you're incoming nyu freshmen do not expect the same lifestyle as those you know live in upper east side because whenever i go to the upper east side like central park area or like you know the famous new york city landmarks i just always feel like i'm in a different completely different city as you know nyu like greenwich village east village area so don't get your hopes up but like it's nice that it's so accessible it's literally 30 minutes away
2: like i agree like i think not even just in like tv shows and movies and stuff but like just in general like The different boroughs are so, like, stereotyped. Like, I was, like, I don't want to go to, like, Lower East Side. That's gross. Like, I want to stay in Upper East Side and Soho and, like, ill, dirty Brooklyn. But, like, Brooklyn is my favorite place in New York. Like, I wouldn't live the rest of my life. Like, I absolutely – voice crack I absolutely love Brooklyn like even like um like Harlem like Greenwich Village places like I wouldn't think I'd want to go to like I've had the most fun It's so like diverse and like culturally immersive and like I just say if you go to New York City explore 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 because like there's so much more than you think there will be
4: I completely agree with like the diversity, like going to the more diverse areas and like new areas out is so much fun. And also you can find like really cool places to go to. You can find like all these cool jazz clubs, which like you wouldn't find everywhere, like these yes. like these cool like underground bars. Oh, yeah, like I never knew I would like jazz clubs or like there's like this arcade where it's like a bar arcade, barcade, and like those are so much fun to do, which is like they're not everywhere, which you have in New York, which is great. Also, I remember like when I was a kid, I was like, "I'm gonna go to New York. I'm gonna be this like famous fashion designer. I'm like, I'm gonna do it like the devil wears product again." I was so determined to do it, and like as I grew up, like that faded, but like I was still obsessed with New York City. What's that place called? That um, because this is right off Sophia's point.
3: What's that point? What's that place called that has like the board games and it's like the cafe? The place in
0: like the in West Village. It's incredible. It's called Board Game Cafe. No, no. no.
2: (laughs) It's all the board games in West Village. I don't know the name of it, but it's in West Village.
3: It's like the Columns or something. We interrupt this podcast for a special announcement or correction. Um, If anyone was wondering, the board game cafe that I was just talking about is called The Uncommons, and it's really close to New York University. So, yeah. Okay. Enjoy the rest of the podcast. Bye. Bye. Well, I was just going to say, like, I feel, um, like, the, honestly, to me, like, the Upper East Side is really boring. Like, I feel like it's fun if you want to just sort of go and experience it. But I could say the same about Times Square. and Like, I wouldn't recommend that place to anyone but tourists. No one would. Exactly, exactly. <laughs> but, like, you know, I feel like Greenwich and the East Village and even West Village or, like, Brooklyn specifically, like, they have really cool places. Like, this, like, board game cafe that we all like to go to and, you know, all of these really cool
5: places that Sophia was just talking about, so...
2: Just like to point out that, like, when me and Sarah went out to Brooklyn for a show, this girl goes, Can we walk home? And I was like, You want to walk two hours back home? All it right?
0: was summer. So, so, when I went out one night and we went to the like Caribbean bar in like deep Brooklyn, okay? And we were like with a couple of friends, and this fight broke out in front of the club, like only in New York. This fight broke out. And Sophie and I, we, we were with two guy friends, like, we dead ass hid behind our guy friends, like, we were like, let's go let's leave like I was pretty terrified I don't know about so
3: only in New York City can you have like a fight with no police involvement I feel like I've the amount of stories I have No, exactly
2: no yeah like that's just like a New York thing like you someone's getting the crap beat out of them they're like oh Just another Tuesday, like, who cares? Turn your head like you didn't see that.
5: Speaking of (laughs) Brooklyn Bridge, for the two years I've been in New York City, I've never actually walked on the Brooklyn Bridge, even though it's such a landmark to go to, but...
2: It's not fun.
5: That's
1: literally crazy, Claudia.
5: I Well, don't judge me, because I don't like to walk, okay?
2: (laughs) Wait, funny story. Wait, we went to Brooklyn, and Claudia was like, I'm going to Subway. This girl, Ubers, like, halfway, gets in the subway for five minutes, gets out, and then Ubers the rest of the way because she didn't like the subway. I
4: remember that. I went to (laughs) find Claudia, and we took the subway together from Brooklyn. Thank you. Thank you, Sophia.
5: (laughs) No, but I was saying that, okay, so basically Brooklyn just reminds me of Shanghai so much because it's so much chiller than, like, normal New York City life, but, like, it's still a city. Um, So if you grew up in, you know, any other international cities, like, you know, Shanghai, whatever Hong Kong you I think you would really like Brooklyn just explore more guys. And then also another thing I was going to talk about is I on Brooklyn Bridge while driving um, after (laughs) being drunk at a party and like Ubering back, and then just seeing the lights on both sides of the bridge that honestly is the moment I was like you know what I love New York City I don't even care if not I'm not in Shanghai right now I love New York City that's the moment that I realized what about you guys
2: do you guys like ever have those moments where you're just like walking down the street like by yourself with like your headphones in or like you're driving in an uber and you just like start crying you're like i'm a new yorker like yeah i love this place that happens to me like once a week but like yeah it's a very special moment
3: you're so right it's such a feeling of like loyalty do you know what i mean it's sort of like you don't love it you don't hate it but it's yours you know it's like that sort of feeling like i like to compare new york city to like and I, i think i said this in one of our previous episodes but i like to compare new york city to like your being your boyfriend just because it's so true like some days they can be awful like when the weather is unpredictable or when a homeless person like growls at you or like barks at you <laughs> or you know like it can just be like your best friend when like you go to a museum or like you're really spontaneous I think that's the thing that I love most about the city like the ability to just be completely spontaneous and do whatever you want and also like I sort of met my family
4: there like my. <laughs>
2: it's like a toxic smelly boyfriend to be honest
4: have you guys like ever like been walking down the street and you like see a taxi coming like this is when you know you're in new york and you're like ah fuck it and you walk right in front of the taxi and you're like they're gonna stop for me like i know it and you have no doubt in your mind you walk in front of the moving car you do you and then when the taxi honks at you you're like oh let me go yell at them and pretend like I'm in the right even though I know I'm completely wrong and that's how you know you're a New Yorker. I'm 100% at that. (laughs) Bikes are more dangerous in New York City than cars. No
0: 100%. I would just love to say that I, I wish that the moment that I knew I was a New Yorker was like when I was looking out over the skyline with my girls or like visiting the Statue of Liberty or whatever like I don't know some beautiful moment like that but let me just tell you the moment that I like, like realized that I was a New Yorker was when I was walking in like the financial district. I got lost. It was like my first day at work, didn't know where I was going. And I looked up at the street signs and I just, you were in
3: that pencil skirt, right? So it was like hard to walk and like your heels. Yeah, Yes,
0: exactly. And I was like in heels and a pencil skirt and I just hated my life. And it was like raining too low key. But I looked up at the sign and I was like, okay, I'm on like freaking Bond Street. I know exactly where to go. And I was like, Wait, I know how to use the subway. I don't get phased by rats and I yell right back at homeless people. I'm a New Yorker. First of all, Isha, who did you go to Liberty of wait Statue of Liberty with? Um Actually, no one I've never been there, so I lied. <laughs> no, also, this is such an important point though. Like, real New Yorkers don't like do the touristy things. Like yes. we don't go to Times Square. We don't go to Statue of Liberty. Like that's overrated. Period. We do need to go to more clubs in Midtown, because I feel
3: like we don't do that a lot. And there's this one magic hour that I really want to go to.
2: Um we went one and that was a horrific experience for halloween oh
4: yeah playboy mansion baby pro tip for anyone visiting new york or going to new york i had to learn this the hard way never ever go on the empty subway cart If all If the entire subway is full And you see an empty cart Do not go on it Do not be like Oh my god I got so lucky Like I found an empty cart Like it's apparently All New Yorkers knew this And I found out the hard way When it was my birthday And I went with like my ex To like Central Park I'm like oh my god It's gonna be so cute Like we're gonna take cute photos We're gonna be couple goals I'm like But I was like We're broke So let's take the subway Like we get on it This is gonna make Sarah Never ever take the subway Ever again Once I tell this story
1: (laughs) Wait I'm so scared To hear what you're gonna say She's told you guys this before
4: Yeah we're standing at the subway and we're like yeah like we lucked out it's so empty the doors close and we're like what's that smell my ex is like oh I think that guy's dead over there and I was like he's not dead he's just like taking a nap and we had this whole discussion on it and after the first stop we switched carts but we're watching him from the other cart like is he dead is he not like having an entire discussion I'm like no way he's dead but I'm like but the smell like I can still smell it and like I'm not even with him anymore and he'd be like convinced me he was dead because then he started like swaying and I was like oh my god that man is dead we had to call like the subway oh. station and tell them like the guy had been dead he had been dead there for three days and they did not do anything oh my god why oh is this the first time I'm hearing this it was scarring like it was so sad too that no one did anything like the bystander effect is a real thing Terrible. my question is how does your boyfriend know that's the smell of a dentist? He was like, you I'm know. sure it is.
5: You know.
2: oh <laughs> it smells like rotting flesh. Like, you can't, oh, like, shit. nothing in the world smells that bad. Like, you just know.
4: You know, like the nasal inhalers you use, like the yeah. Vix things. Yeah. We bought like a pack of 10 of them and like use them nonstop because for four hours after, that's all you no. can smell. We showered, oh we had to throw God. away our clothes. No. And we we're supposed to go to dinner for my birthday. And we were like, I don't think we can get near food because of this. This is why bitches, I don't. <laughs> RIP
5: R. R. Oh R. R. to the guy on the subway, okay? I hope you're doing well in heaven. I think it was the F. Oh is there an F, right? It was yeah. the F train. Yeah, there is.
1: Of course, it was the F train. That, that train is Sase F.
5: Savannah would know. <laughs>
2: no, no, the A-C-E is like, where does that even go? I feel like, that's the sketchy one.
5: Me <laughs> and Sarah don't know. <laughs> me and Sarah are not going to take a part in this conversation because we never take the subway. Sarah
2: on the subway is the funniest thing ever. She's like, I don't want to touch the railing. And she's like, like no one touch me. It's the funniest I it thing. With, I hold
3: it with the inside of my elbow, like no, the literally. crevice. I like hold it. And then I hold on to Sydney and like fall on her and she gets pissed and then we're fine.
2: <laughs> we're going from um, Manhattan to uh, Williamsburg, which is literally a two-stop ride. And she's like, are we there yet? And I'm like, Sarah has been 34 <laughs> seconds. Like, no.
5: Can we just talk about how me and Sarah got on the subway together for the first time when we're both talking to boys that were <laughs> taking subways and we're like, you know what, we'll, we'll do it for the boys. We'll do it for the boys. <laughs>
3: Yeah, we were both trying to get dick that night and we were sitting on the subway and we were like, this is commitment. And now we hate them both.
2: <laughs> so. Oh, ill, Yeah, I wouldn't. Yeah, that is my experience too. Mm. <laughs> um, To wrap up this very interesting and compelling conversation, although we are not all dating like heirs to Greece or like people who own Hamptons homes and like place polo for fun, you know, New York is like the only place that can have all of this stuff and still be like incredible like yes it sucks sometimes yes it smells and it's kind of toxic and like kind of weird but like it truly is the best like i wouldn't want to live anywhere else wouldn't find my people without it like it do be a cute place yeah i love new york she's my girl so this is our very complicated love letter to new york like you do be having something's wrong with you but you're cute
3: Guys, love you. Thank you. Tune in uh next Thursday Bye. for another episode of us completely rambling about not the title or anything about what the episode's supposed to be about. <laughs> that is right. Nice. See you
5: guys next time. Bye, Bye guys. Hi
0: from BBC Radio 4, Britain's biggest paranormal podcast is going on a road trip. I thought in that moment, oh my god, we've summoned something from this board.